0: This podcast is a proud member of the Paranormality Podcast Network. Hello. Hello.
1: Welcome to I, I have, have a Strange, strange Story, story podcast. podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm Rebecca. And this is the podcast where Two Sisters Retell People's Strange and Paranormal Stories and Experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome to the live show.
0: Yes. Currently, it's just me and Lindsay, but it was kind of a last-minute thing. I didn't send anything out until late last night, but that's okay. We're going to have fun. It'll be like the old times.
1: Um, anyways, this is episode 117. Yep. Um, and th- when you get to 117... You talk about UFOs
0: <laughs> and What and are you talking about? A shrouded figure.
1: Oh, that's what you do whenever this happens. Yep. Um anyways, episode 117. I don't think we have any announcements. Our our live video was off by a couple of days, so sorry about that. Yeah. Um I don't know. I guess that's all we have. Do you want to start with your
0: story, or did you want to talk about anything else? Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I think I'm gonna start with my story. I don't have any announcements. I know. Um, I don't either. I think. Oh, I think that the one announcement is I don't think we're gonna have a live show at all next week. We're actually going to be uh, hopefully doing an interview with a listener, and we're gonna do it over Zoom. Unfortunately, we can't do interviews on Instagram anymore. <laughs> um, because we, I don't know that we can add any more anybody else. We've just never done that before. Had yeah. three people, and um, and I don't know if if that's something that Instagram will allow. So we probably won't have a live show next episode, but we will have a podcast episode, and that's it. Okay, that's a good announcement. That sounds relevant. Yeah. Hey. Hello. hello. Thanks for coming on. This show is just for Wave. you, girl.
1: Yeah, it is. It's your own personal show, dude.
0: Yep. Yep. So, um I guess we should just get on with it. So, I go first. It's 117. The odd number is me. And I have a an experience, not personally. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm ruining this. You're sharing an experience. <clears throat> I am sharing an experience from a woman who this happened a while ago, um, and at the time she felt she started to feel um, kind of down. And she, she at, at this point, she started to feel like she wasn't alone. So okay. she was crying a lot, she was unhappy, and she noticed that uh, whenever she would fall asleep, it felt like there was a cat curled up next to her bed mm. in her bed, and she didn't have a cat. Aww, but she knew what a cat felt like. She did know what a cat felt like. And so she thought that was kind of strange, but then she started to see this tall, shadowy figure watching her at work. And she described it as being about seven feet tall. It was a man covered in a shroud that whenever, I guess, she looked at it, it shifted from white to gray to black. And she felt like it followed her everywhere, even into the shower.
1: uh, She saw it at work, too?
0: Yeah, that's whenever she first saw it.
1: So it followed her from place
0: to place. It went everywhere with her, yes. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. And so she tried to just ignore it, but then it started to show up in her room. So everything was fine until then it was like, I'm going to move on in with you. And she start, She tried to, like I said, just ignore it. She kept curtains open. She tried to bring in as much light as possible because she didn't want to be alone in the dark with this thing. Yeah. And um, it would stand in front of her wardrobe, she says, at night and at, and just keep on watching her after a full day of watching her do everything else. Jeez. So it was just kind of a, um, a Class A creeper. And then So, can I ask she, a question? Yes, you may. Is
1: like, was it constantly there, or would it be like she would look up and it would be there, or she would look up and it wouldn't be there? Just,
0: You know, I think that she tried to it as mu- ignore it as much as possible so that, she, you know, she wasn't constantly uh, looking at it or thinking about it. I think yeah. that she just really wanted to pretend like it wasn't there at all. So, I don't know 100% if it was there all the time. She may have just felt its presence, too. Okay. Like, even if she couldn't see it, she probably felt its presence.
1: Ugh. And whenever
0: she went away for Christmas one time, her, she said that her housemate went into her room because she had a spiritual friend with her. And the friend said that they sensed that something was in the room. Um, and at this point, she had never told anybody what was going on with her she just kept it to herself because she was like nobody's gonna believe me they're gonna think i'm crazy like
1: classic that's what classic. we all do fucking bottle yeah. it up don't tell anybody
0: yeah yeah and it's what we all do yeah but but the friend was like no there's something in here and whatever it is didn't like men and it was a cat-like creature because hmm. it scratched him and he felt like this spirit or this presence wanted to protect her so it could feed off of her. So, like, feeding off of that energy, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, eventually, she just had enough. And she mustered up the courage to tell the spirit to go away. Uh, she okay. told it, yeah, she was, like, she was very scared um, because she didn't ever want to acknowledge it and I think that's probably why she didn't tell anybody either she just wanted to ignore it and yeah we wanted to go go
1: away like we wanted to do the right thing and leave us alone and it's super easy to not have to acknowledge it and if it would just take care of itself it would be so much better like I get it
0: yeah yeah so she she told the spirit she's like look dude you're not human Mm -hmm. and I'm banishing you from this house from this town from the world and to not come anywhere near her or her friends ever again. Okay. And it appeared for the last time at her door, but this time it was blood red. And for the first time, she was able to see its, uh, its face pressed through the shroud, and she said it was furious. Um, but she wasn't convinced that it was his true visage. She thought uh, maybe it was just showing her... An angry face, but it wasn't his true face. Yeah. And then she blinked, and it was gone. Um, the next morning, she woke up from a dream about Jesus screaming as wooden nails were hammered through his palms. And whenever she opened her eyes, her arms were out, laying at a, a at right angles, just like on the cross. Jesus on the cross, and her palms hurt so badly she couldn't open them fully for an hour. She said she's not a religious person and had never been, um, and she had never had such an intense uh, dream before or since this. Huh. Uh, but after she had that dream, after she had her, her breakfast, she decided she was going to meditate, and she imagined a ball of energy between her hands. Um, she breathed in and out, uh, imagining with each breath that it was filling the house with this lovely, positive light. oh that's so pretty. I know. I love that she did this, and she said that things were so much better after that, and she never saw the figure again.
1: Well, I'm happy for her.
0: (laughs) Me too. Yeah.
1: That's so weird. Did I? And I, so this is the thing, is that her story with the thing following her, so, mm-hmm. it's pretty, what do you think of it going to her work? Like, what do you think of it leaving home and just following her everywhere? Like, oh, that's, yeah, it's a little abnormal.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, going back to what the spiritual friend said about this this entity, that it was um, protecting her because it wanted to feed off of her. So, it, in a way... Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in a way, to me, it's, this was a haunting or... Um, a, a spirit attached to this person directly yeah. and i there's a, a couple of theories that i feel like i have personally about it and one is because she had those feelings of depression and um and being sad we we've talked about this before that those feelings can attract certain spirits mm-hmm. and and maybe he was like i call it a he because she thinks that it was a male so, presence too but yeah. i think that It followed her around. It was like, I like your energy. I want to continue this relationship where I get sustenance from you. And in return, it was protecting her. And I don't know what, you know, we don't know what that means. If that just means that um, protecting her from people who want her to be happy yeah or protecting
1: her from other spirits that could have helped her or anything like the protection was up to this entity that was obviously not really a great entity (laughs) you know what i mean
0: yeah i know what you mean and um and so I, I just I just did a little bit of research into it I have my own personal experience with a hooded figure and it sounds like hooded figures aren't that uncommon whenever it comes to hauntings uh-huh. and th- it's a similar situation where they'll they'll be haunted or visited by a hooded figure often and they're uh-huh. not necessarily malevolent or trying to scare you or hurt you they're just present is what it sounds like and um, and for some people they have just gone away or it's not even an acknowledgement of I see you, you see me type of thing it's just like they're there. This yeah. was a different experience though because it sounded like in, a, in some form this spirit was trying to communicate with this person by like watching her Mm -hmm. to me that's a form of communication being like i see you can you see me you know and she did but she just didn't want to acknowledge it because obviously like that's a scary thing to have to see yeah yeah so um so i thought that was kind of interesting i thought that the dream was Maybe a message as well, and maybe the spirit was trying to come across, and maybe the only way that it knew how, and that was through like a religious type of of dream. Something that I think that we can all understand. Like even though you and I are not religious, we don't know anything really about Christianity. We know about mm-hmm. Jesus being nailed to the cross, right? Like I feel st- like I mean, I
1: guess I I know this that that's a story that happened. Like, that's, yeah. you know, is what I'm getting okay. at. Like, we we never had an education on it, I guess. No,
0: we didn't really. And so I, I had to look it up. But apparently, obviously, that, that time was very stressful. And the time period being nailed to the cross was a torturous way to die. Yeah. You just, you were physically nailed up on a cross. It was very painful. And then you were left to die. And it took days and days. Yeah. It, and I think that that may have been a um, a signal to the person, the experiencer, from the the spirit or the entity, being like, "Look what you did to me! Yeah. I protected you, and this is how you thank me." And yeah. and I'm not saying that to like make anybody feel bad or anything like that. It, that's this is just my my theory my hypothesis on it and i think it's it that was just a form of communication but we don't know what the spirit's intentions were like right we'll never know we'll never know and in their mind in the in the spirit's mind's like yeah you were feeding me why can't we just do this forever why can't you just feel like shit forever and i and i can be here it was a very abusive (laughs) relationship yeah it's not anything good (laughs) yeah um but yeah, I think that's that is uh, all I have. I I just kind of wonder if if that spirit was intensifying these feelings of of, of being sad and and depressed and stuff like that too. Probably. Yeah. yeah what do you think of that?
1: I think it's very parasitic.
0: Hmm.
1: And I think it was definitely probably feeding off her for what it wanted. But it sounds like she did the right thing. I mean, ignoring it is always the first go to. But if you can get it out, get it out.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Did I tell you that I tried to get rid of whatever was happening and how like literally the whole floor would shake and we were hearing these big booms in the apartment and nobody else was hearing it? Yeah. And then did I tell you that then we heard like a pebble get thrown in our front door? No, I don't think I told you that it was like after the floor shook and everything. And we've even started doing the whole thing where we're like, just ignore it. If we hear something like we Mm -hmm. don't acknowledge it. Right. Yeah. And so after, uh, we kind of talked about it and we were like, okay, we're not going to acknowledge it. I'm on the third floor. Yeah. I have one neighbor up here, but there's no reason for anybody else to come up to the third floor and we know him and he's, he, he wasn't up. And after everything, somebody threw. it was a pebble. It hit the front door and Mike looked at me and he said, do I answer it? And I said, absolutely not. (laughs) It's like, do not open the door and just don't acknowledge it. But like, there was no reason for a pebble to be thrown at our front door. Like it couldn't have been an accident. It wasn't somebody walking by. That's what it reminds me of though. But Mm. I did ask the spirits in my apartment to leave. And then it got worse after that. So,
0: oh shit, man.
1: I know. (laughs) just doing the all ignoring game like both hearing something and both just sitting and then maybe we'll kind of look at each other and then we just keep watching whatever we're watching and we just don't acknowledge it it's in the kitchen wherever whatever it is Mm. yeah the dogs look at it and then my cat doesn't she doesn't care about it it doesn't bother her maybe it likes cats i don't know
0: yeah kiki definitely sees shit Mm -hmm. like my my cat i've never had a cat do that before or a pet at all but she will stare at she stares up the stairs a lot yeah like whenever we're downstairs and then but you've seen her too she likes Mm -hmm. to watch television she's a really weird cat
1: she's cool dude (laughs) um anyways i just thought so i gave a little update on the spirit in my house based on the spirit from the story Mm -hmm. that you just told but i also have another story to tell
0: oh let's this hear one is it. about
1: this one is about ufos
0: can we before we go any further do okay. a little shout out to the people that showed up yes please yeah i just want to say hey dora hey charlie hello and hey Otopus. i'm sorry i don't know your your first name but welcome charlie like yeah one of our favorites we talk <sighs> i feel like the most out of everybody that we have a relationship with and it's so cool to to have you on live this show is for you because you're Aww. the only one watching i think right now i think everybody no, else think oh Dora, no is still Dora's here. Watching. yay <laughs> door is watching that's awesome out dog looked oh our, our dog looked up to the stairs when we heard my dad's file. Viola- whoa
1: yeah that's creepy
0: that's confirmation right there that's so weird
1: yeah my dog mm. uh ruckus stares at stuff in the kitchen, but, um, he, I don't know, but yes. Was that our pause? We said hello.
0: We said hello. Thank you for Do, joining. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Well I have a story about UFOs. This is a story that's about seven years old okay. and this person was very hesitant about posting it. So based on what I read, it's, there's a lot of fear for this person and they're afraid of this story getting out. Um, and I guess being associated with it, um, it's, there's some weird feelings and I'm not quite sure where it happened. I don't know if it was in the U.S. I S I don't know if it was somewhere else. Um, but this is a story from, he was a young man at the time who lived at home. Um, I think he was like in eighth grade. And so him and his friends decided they were going to sneak out of their house, their parents house, and they're going to walk around the neighborhood. And they were apparently some girls on the other block that were having a sleepover and they were going to go over there and visit them. And have fun, whatever it may be. I know. Dude, we used to just sit outside. Yeah. We would just sit outside and we would hope that we would make friends because we thought that's how you made friends, but that's not how you make friends.
0: (laughs) No, we would... (laughs) So whenever we were younger, it was kind of a big deal to have your bass turned up really fucking loud in your car.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess and so. So
0: it, for some reason, that was a signal that somebody was driving by. <gasps> I forgot about that. So we would run outside. Yeah, we were like, we probably know them. They want to hang out. And we would run <sighs> outside and act like dum-dums. But anyways...
1: Nobody yeah, ever hung out with us. Anyways. Okay. So these kids probably really had friends and they were probably really going to see these girls. They mm-hmm. weren't posers about friends like you and I were. <laughs> okay. So they're going for a walk in the neighborhood and they turn the corner and when they turn this corner, all of a the sudden they see this huge thing in, in the sky. And this huge thing is, it's bigger than the Hindenburg is what they said. Or how, how do you say it? Is it Hindenburg? Hmm. It's, a, it's the big thing that floats, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. A Zeppelin? Yeah, it's a Zeppelin. But they said that it, it was huge. It was like the size of five football fields. And they said that it was like a gunmetal yeah. gun color. There were no lights on it. And it was just up in the sky, no sound, no anything. It was just this huge gunmetal black thing that looked like a huge Zeppelin in the sky, five, you know, this is just huge. And he said that they just stared at it, like just frozen and just kept saying over and over to each other, like, what is that? What is this? What are we looking at? And that's all they did. Um, And then all of the sudden, this thing that was completely silent, it kind of like jumped and it just disappeared. And then all they saw is what they describe as like a white bar that was just in the sky and so what I think happened here is I think it went into hyperspace and fucking like took off. Like Mm -hmm. that was the jump. And then there was the light and that was like it in hyperspace. Right. That's all they could see of it. Um, so he says the next thing that he remembers, um, is that, so then this, this bar, it starts to slowly fall from the sky and then you can see smoke coming from it. And then it just like disappears and they can't see it anymore. Um, So at this point he sees two brand new trucks come flying down uh, the street in the neighborhood. So they're in a residential area. It's all houses around them and it's like 25 miles per hour in this neighborhood. But these brand new like black trucks that had these like industrial boxes on the back, they were silver. He said they came barreling through at about 70 miles per hour. Um, And they're just watching, right? Like They're watching these big trucks come speeding. And then he says the next thing he knows, he's going to bed. Doesn't know how we got there. There was no conversation. Just all of a sudden going to bed at his friend's house. And he wow. said when they get there that they all kind of look at each other. They're all a little confused. And he was like, okay, let's make a pact that we're just not going to fucking talk about this again. He was like, we can tell my dad because his dad worked for the city. And he was like, surely he'll know what to do because he works for the city. And he's got
0: all the knowledge, all
1: these connections, right? Yeah. So then he um, he wakes up the next day, and they, for some reason, they choose not to tell his dad. They're all just completely silent about it. And as years go by, they never talk about it again. They act like nothing happened, but there's this overwhelming fear that he has. He doesn't understand what happened that night. And then he starts saying to himself, other people had to have seen this. It couldn't have just been us three. It was so huge. It covered so much of the sky. These trucks had to have come out all which ways, right? They Mm -hmm. couldn't have just been dispatched to his neighborhood is what he's thinking. So, he goes back and he actually starts thinking about that night. He looks back at stories. So, he looks for any um, anything in newspapers, anything on the news, um, anybody in the neighborhood. You know, he starts talking to people and he starts trying to research to find out if anything was reported. And what he finds is that absolutely nothing was ever reported on this. Mm. Um, And he's, I think that at this point, he's feeling probably a little crazy because he has this very real experience that was very scary and he never talked about it. And so he knows his friends saw it, but they've lost touch at this point. So they, they never talked about it and they kind of made the pact to never talk about it again. Um, so this is where he is in his life right now. He's so he's fearful to even share it because he's afraid everyone is just going to think he's crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the people who experienced it are gone and out of his life. Um, and so not knowing where this is and when it happened, I started thinking about UFO sightings and what happens. So this experience is a very normal experience for people whenever they see UFOs, right? It's indescribable. Mm -hmm. You always want to know what other people saw. You don't feel validated, um you feel kind of crazy and unless right. there's other people to validate you or unless there's reportings of the sightings like it's it can be pretty complicated to resolve within yourself about what you've seen Absolutely. i think it goes hand in hand with abusive relationships <laughs> like if nobody else is experiencing it, like it's really hard to resolve those feelings, right? And so that's essentially what uh, what he has gone through and he's at the point in his life is really trying to reconcile it. So he posted this story hoping that somebody else would respond and be like, oh, I saw, or hey, I'm your friend or whatever it was, but nothing has happened in, the, in that regard. However, what this made me think about, again, was UFO sightings, what's normal. So mm-hmm. I started to research it and instead of researching it, instead, I found a story <laughs> from February twenty third of 2021 so of this year there was an american airlines or united airlines do you remember i don't remember mm-hmm. it was february 23rd an airline was flying from cincinnati to arizona or new mexico arizona I phoenix think s- arizona mm-hmm. um and so they the pilot who was flying called in and was like, There is an unidentified object flying above us. Did you release someone? Is someone here? There is something above us that's flying. And, um, so he's reported it, and he's come forward saying that there was a UFO flying above their their flight from Cincinnati to Phoenix. They landed in Phoenix. Nothing came of it. Um, I haven't released. I saw one news article for it where they reported it, but that's all they're saying. They're not releasing any other details. They released the flight that the the number of the flight. I don't know how many people were on it, and I don't know if there were any other witnesses. But it's been like the airline won't release a statement on it. They're being kind of silent about it, I think.
0: So he went to the press about it? Mm. I don't know if
1: somehow the information was released, Mm -hmm. and I don't know who released it. Um, but a lot of information isn't being released about it. So it's just interesting because the thing is, is that people see these things, people see these fucking things all the time. And this is a pilot who saw flying above him. And that's normal. I mean, we hear that from a lot of pilots and then it's kiboshed, it's Mm -hmm. kiboshed and everybody Mm -hmm. acts like it didn't happen. So our government is gaslighting us. (laughs) With with
0: UFOs and everything else that's out there, you know what I mean. Yeah, well, the thing too about pilots and military personnel, and you know anybody that that has a job like that where they have lives on the line, they have people to protect. Like a pilot has passengers to to consider, um, and so if because we as a collective. Mm-hmm don't believe in UFOs or aliens or sightings or whatever it is, um, for them to say, I saw something, their job is at risk. Yes. So I th-
1: mm-hmm. so and lo- I think that's how a lot of people feel that are in, um, in the Air Force or who are pilots or whatever. And I think mm-hmm. that probably... They they may be threatened. Their job may be threatened. They may be told it's unprofessional. Don't talk about that. I haven't ever seen their contracts. I you know I don't know, but we even interviewed somebody who I think was in the the air force. The same thing. He didn't want to fucking talk about it because he thought he was going to lose his job. Yes. Right. He was mm-hmm. he was very terrified of that, and it's just. Mm-hmm. What a weird fucking world we live in. Like, why in the world?
0: <laughs> well, I, I can see it both ways too. Because Charlie actually had had mentioned. Um, I think you start doubting your own memory, and I uh-huh. think that whenever you see something that you can't explain, you're like, "Did I, did I see something um, physically out there?" or it, is my mind playing tricks on me? And yeah. so I think one of the easiest way to protect yourself and to protect your job is to just not talk about it, because then if your supervisor hears it or you know the media gets wind of it, the and especially if people aren't understanding or open to this type of thing, they're like, "You're crazy. You are not fit to fly. Like yeah. you need help." Or so so that is a big risk to people <sighs> that want to come out and say something. But I think that. Okay, so I don't know if it's just because we have a podcast, maybe, and we're, and we're, we're like more <laughs> immersed into this. But do you feel like like people are are saying like, yeah, this stuff is is something that is worthy to be talked about now, and we shouldn't ridicule people. But maybe that's just me because because we're talking to people that have had these experiences, and we're not doubting them.
1: I think it's really hard to tell. I I don't know if there has been a shift in, in society and how we view things and acceptable things to talk about. I will tell you, (laughs) I was really, I mean, this is just a a one-off story as usual, but I I like to think that we are changing and that we are able to talk about more things and be more honest. And I think that our, I think our society may be getting kinder with the younger generation coming in. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I get shocked with things like this, like suppressing this information and not letting that pilot talk. I was playing an online video game last night and I was by my I was a just a, I was a female pirate, and these two male pirates came and they burned my ship and I started to pull my gun out and they this is a video game, and they threatened to physically like they t- they said do what we we want you to do where we're gonna rape you on the video game and I was like, "Oh my God, and I took out my gun again and be like <laughs> Crazy. i'm playing a video game and i was like i didn't think this kind of stuff happened like i really i don't know why i thought that but i was like i thought that society was changing and we were different but it was just completely normal for them to say it to somebody playing a video game like it's so just
0: weird these were these were people that you were playing with that said that it wasn't like a character computer generated? no they were real people oh, they man, were real should, people should, playing the game with me you should tell their moms I
1: wanted to tell their moms I was mm-hmm. like I am a 37 year old woman <laughs> I was like, these 14 like they were I don't know how old they were young boys I could tell by their voices you and then they like, killed you know me what?
0: you should be like I I also work out real hard and I'm I would beat their just... little asses mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah go kidding. ahead and try buddy
1: so, it's just weird. I mean, because I'm with you. I was like, "Oh my gosh, things are changing. We're allowed to talk about this stuff, and people's stories are being accepted, and we're not questioning everything now. Like we're really putting value on people's stories and experiences, right? Mm-hmm. And I really thought things were changing, but really, in in like one second last night, I was like, "Oh, shit, it's not. It's just the same as it always has been. So it's really difficult to de- to tell. I don't know. um. I don't know. I don't know if it is because we're more involved in stuff. And I'm definitely more willing to talk to other people to hear other experiences. And I didn't used to be that way. It's taken a couple of years. So I don't know. Yeah. And yeah, everyone be careful playing online video games. People say weird shit to you. And one of our viewers, Charlie, who's watching was like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> he said, That's what <laughs> teens do. I just didn't know it. And I just don't think it's funny. Like, I, I didn't think it was funny. Like, I literally, like, went, I went, <gasps> and I looked at Mike, because he was watching me play, and he said, they can't really do that. And, like, he, because I was seriously scared, and he had explained to me that they can't do that in the video game, because I really thought they were going to.
0: Isn't yeah. that weird? Yeah, but that's, like, that's a, that's a fuck. It's weird. We're getting off weird. on a tangent, but gonna do I know we are. Freaking, it's my fault. That's, a, like, a, a trigger. Like, how could you say that to somebody? It was so mean and so it was weird.
1: Ugh, it's not okay. I know it's not okay. Yeah. Uh, and I quit playing after that. I was like, I can't really, I was like, I'm going to have to sit this one out. <laughs> so yeah. Weird. But yeah. yeah. And so it's just difficult to tell um, where we are in society and, and what we are willing to accept and not accept anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it varies from person to person Definitely. and who we surround ourselves with. Mm-hmm. But we've definitely surrounded ourselves with a good group of folks like all of our listeners like I think it's really cool. We're all open and uh, open to listening to other people's stories and accepting of them and all that yeah. good stuff.
0: All that good stuff. Yeah. We yeah. we really appreciate everybody that's ever shared a story and has allowed us because we know it's hard yeah. sometimes. Especially like this story where your your sanity is being questioned by your by yourself. Yes. Um but also um There's no confirmation anywhere. And the thing with that, too, is other people may have seen the same thing and experienced the exact same thing, but are still afraid to come out about it because of ridicule. There's never been a time. I mean, I guess um, it took it took a while to share my story. Yeah, Dora, definitely like that's um, that's hard. And for people to, to listen and to understand you with an open heart, like that's. That's asking, it's not, (laughs) I don't want to say it's asking a lot of people, but it is, in a sense, especially depending on what they believe in and what they don't believe in, because I think a lot of people will be, will just try to dismiss it away in Mm -hmm. a way to protect you, um, but also, like, maybe they're pushing their own beliefs on you, too. Like, that can't be real, because there's no such thing as uh, aliens, or there's no such thing as ghosts or whatever, and that's just something that's really hard to hear whenever you're. Um, you have us an experience like that. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and one thing that one of the listeners had put in the comments, Charlie, he said, I wonder how far we'll have to evolve before aliens will be like, okay, let's talk to some regular people. (laughs) (laughs) But one thing that I was thinking too, is that, so like, I am convinced there are absolutely aliens. There's absolutely so much in space that we don't know. We have no fucking clue. We can't even make it to a mission to Mars and, and like, go check it out. Right. We have to send robots out there. Like we don't have the technology to do that shit. Yeah they aliens do they have we have seen their ufos like they do they're here Mm -hmm. and all i think is that us to them almost like ants in an anthill exactly and for them they're like i mean my thoughts are they think of like what simple what simple folks who haven't got it right and they're still having these like wars with each other and all this shit and they're like well we're gonna take off and once y'all get this figured out or you destroy each other maybe we'll be back i don't know um i agree but we we don't have the technology to explore everything around us it's just nuts the world is huge not the world but the space and the ocean (laughs) sorry
0: (laughs) (laughs) everything (laughs) yeah Yeah. all i've had today is
1: coffee so
0: oh it's nice yeah yeah me too it's my second cup, and so I'm getting a little jittery. Your coffee mug's very cute. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. Hey, so um, off topic, but I got a tattoo. I forgot to mention that. Um, what? So, yeah, so my. Um, so this is mostly for the Instagram people, uh, cause, so if you are listening to this, you can probably go to our Instagram feed and take a look at it if you like, and maybe I'll just take a picture of it and post it. Okay. There. But, um, so my husband's birthday is March 3rd, uh-huh. and um, in... Colorado that's a big deal because the area code is like 303 so they have 303 day it's kind of like an Austin 512 is okay like a big deal Uh and so they'll do discounted tattoos and stuff like that and everything was very um uh safe and secure like they didn't let people in you had to have an appointment oh yeah everybody had a mask and all this stuff and so I got um this little meteorite tattoo (gasps) oh man that's really cool yeah i wish i could it's not i'll just have to take a picture of it there yeah
1: that's really fucking cute i love it oh my god
0: it's so cute yeah i love it fun Mm -hmm. oh man yeah how about how
1: about texas opening back up
0: (laughs) oh god
1: yeah like that you're like it was safe and you're reassuring everybody i'm like hey y'all i'm from texas we opened up completely and don't have masks anymore
0: (laughs) oh god that's awful I i hope i hope that all of our texas friends are doing okay and and are still wearing a mask
1: yeah well i mean i'm still wearing a mask of course but i'm not gonna go out i'm gonna be Mm -hmm. honest like i am very concerned texas is gonna get worse
0: of course it is
1: we're gonna start all over we're gonna go back to the very beginning where it's it's gonna be completely out of control sorry texas i hope i'm wrong
0: yeah me too but anywho
1: anywho So thank for you. those of you. Well, sorry, I was just going to say for those of you who are listening to this show, this is during February of twenty twenty one. It's March. <laughs> it's oh, sorry, it's March twenty twenty one, and it's du- <laughs> you know during a pandemic.
0: Yeah, That's for all those for you in the f- in in the future.
1: Yeah, in the future, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. This um. Is a- anyways, were you going to go on and wrap the show up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was. I was. Uh, so as we've been talking about, we love sharing your stories we love hearing your stories they're important stories and so if you would like to be a part of our podcast please send your story to us at I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com and we'll be happy to share your story with everybody
0: else yeah and uh Subscribe, rate, and review us. If you do dis- uh, decide to review us, please give us a nice review. Take a snapshot of it, send it to our email address with your physical mailing address, and we will mail you some stickers. Also, join us here um, at usually at least once a week for a live episode on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, the times and the dates have changed, um, but I'll try to do my best to get out that information beforehand. This week has been just a little bit different. My I took some time off and I was away from social media for a long time, but but we'll try to get something a little bit more solid next time.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. boy. All right. Well, you know, I guess until next time. Goodbye. <laughs>
0: goodbye.